everyone and welcome back. This is the 2022 International E-Assessment Awards Finalists Showcase Series Episode 2 as we lead up to the 21st of June when we will announce the winners of the 2022 E-Assessments Award. We'll be learning more about the organisations and projects that have been shortlisted this year. We'll also be hearing from the sponsors of the individual awards as well as Paul Muir from the British Council who are this year's awards headline sponsor. You can watch these broadcasts via the E-Assessment Association's social media channel, or you can listen via our podcast channel. Don't forget, if you'd like to attend, and I'd love to see you there, you can still buy tickets for our International E-Assessment Conference via the website eassessment.com conference. We've got some fantastic keynote speakers lined up this year, as well as a really good lineup of programmes and presentations during the day. As, and we've got some hands-on workshops as well, I believe. So the Conference Awards takes place in London on the 21st and 22nd of June and come and say hello and hopefully I'll see you there. So first up in today's session, we welcome the sponsor of the Best Transformational Project Award, SQA, to tell us a little bit more about why they were so interested in sponsoring this award. Hello and welcome to the E-Assessment Awards 2022. My name is Graham Clark. Head of Digital Assessment Services at SQA, or the Scottish Qualifications Authority. In more normal times, I may be saying that the food and wine have been excellent, the conversation stimulating, Matt still being famous for his bonhomie, and that this award section of the evening is a perfect opportunity to give your body a chance to relax and prepare for dessert, and even have a little doze, while we consider, I think, one of the most important awards of the evening. But we are not fully back in normal times. Well, not yet, but we're getting there just a little. Like many people across the UK and in this event, I am choosing to return to the office at least part time while also being a little at home. All of this made possible by the use of new technologies and adapted models of working collaboratively. Very fitting then for an award focused on recognising the impact of technology in transformation. In 2022, SQA is again delighted to support these awards and this year sponsor the Best Transformational Project. As Scotland's national awarding body and regulator, we are committed to providing qualifications which support learners in gaining certification for learning and development through the delivery of high quality, valid and reliable learning and assessment experiences. We are excited by the potential that technology has to enhance and transform not only the learner experience, but also enabling the realization of significant efficiency and quality benefits for learning and qualification providers. Without technology transforming its environment, what's actually the point? Over the past two years, like many organizations, we have been impacted by the increase in demand for staff with specialist technical skills and have prioritised keeping our core business functions afloat. It has been a sharp reminder to all of us of how important it is to ensure that we not only have the ambition and vision to deliver digital transformation, but also sufficient technically capable staff to support its delivery. COVID has challenged SQA and all of us to reconsider what we do and how we do it, especially having seen the impact that technology has had in the face of a pandemic. Whatever the future holds for us going forward and the services we provide to Scotland and beyond, there is no doubt that technology will play an increasingly critical role in successfully supporting the transformation 
of SQA and our national partners and stakeholders in the years ahead. I expect we all operate in a system of sorts, relying on other stakeholders, partners and customers to engage and participate in a successful technology-led change agenda. If we do it alone, the steps we take can only partially deliver the change required, and the shortlisted entries in this category have fully embraced the ethos of partnership and collaboration to deliver transformation in their projects. In their own way, all of these finalist projects are seeking to challenge current and traditional practice to deliver improvements in achievement and opportunity for their users using technologies, and that surely should be a priority for all of us involved in the world of e-assessment. The criteria for this award focuses on the use of e-assessment technology to deliver transformation in a service. Solutions which are targeted to meet real and substantive needs and are able to evidence that these needs have been met and for many exceeded. The award criteria, for example, says, we recognize that e-assessment is not always entirely formative or summative and may not necessarily use the most innovative technology, but it can and does bring about a genuine transformation to any organization or institution. To some extent, that is what we all want, I expect. If you want to know more full details about criteria, they're available on the e-assessment association website at your own leisure. Before I name the finalists in this category, I would like to thank the judges who have given up their time and brought their experience to bear in making this very tough and challenging decision. Peter Alston, Claudia Bickford-Smith, Gareth Hopkins, and John Kleeman. Thank you. The shortlisted finalists are the Australian Council for Educational Research with PAT Adaptive Assessment and the PAT Data Explorer. Excel Soft Technologies, assessing and certifying home care aid workers for geriatric care. Friat Practique Platform for the Royal College of Physicians and Surgeons of Canada. And finally, Prodigy Learning and Educational Research Centre, transforming from paper to online assessments in Ireland. I wish all of the finalists good luck and look forward to finding out who the winner is myself in June at the actual award dinner. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we are delighted to have SQA as an award sponsor this year. We're now going to play you some presentations from the finalists so you can learn a little bit more about the work they've been doing. So sit back and enjoy. Hi everyone, my name's Toby Newton. I'm a Senior Project Director here at the Australian Council for Educational Research. And I'm gonna be presenting some information about our uh, PAT Adaptive uh, Online Assessments and the accompanying PAT Data Explorer reporting suite. From pen and paper booklets to the launch of the first online tests in 2012, ACR's flagship PAT assessment tool, used by half of Australian schools to administer nearly 6 million tests per year, has been revolutionised by the release of PAT Adaptive and the PAT Data Explorer. The multi-stage computer adaptive structure 
developed entirely in-house by ACER's expert psychometricians and software developers, utilizes the established PAT maths and PAT reading described achievement scales to more accurately target and identify every student's abilities. Students can be automatically assigned appropriate entry levels based on previous test results, reducing the reliance on generic year or age-based entry levels and completely removing the need for educators to manually assign tests to students. As a result, and in combination with the inclusion of parallel test content at every stage, PAD Adaptive's branching rules provide 768 possible unique pathways through the assessment, a radical shift from the traditional 10 year level based linear booklets. Personalized test pathways better target the abilities of every student, encouraging greater engagement with the assessment, increasing the diagnostic information collected and improving the accuracy of overall achievement estimates. These innovations have been achieved while largely preserving the familiar test-taking experience for both students and teachers, ensuring that there's very little disruption for schools moving from traditional to adaptive PAT tests. By contrast, the PAT Data Explorer provides a completely new experience for educators, drastically improving the ease and speed with which PAT results can be accessed, explored and used. Rather than a set of discrete reports, the PAT Data Explorer has been designed as a single reporting environment, immediately presenting the most useful information to teachers and school leaders, while allowing single-click access to every layer of data, including individual diagnostic reports, group analysis, national norm comparisons, and longitudinal progress for teachers wanting more from their results. At every point within the PAT Data Explorer, the PAT scales and the described achievement bands are emphasized and targeted teaching resources are available at the click of a mouse. Teachers can immediately see and understand their students' current abilities, put that achievement into, con into the context of their progress to date and find activities and other resources that will directly support their continuing growth. Just as the automatic test assign mechanism reduces the burden on time poor educators, the PAT Data Explorer has been built to let teachers take full advantage of the rich data PAT provides with minimal, minimal training and time required. Internally, the development of PAT Adaptive and the PAT Data Explorer has provided ACER with the technical capacity to develop and deliver any number of new computer adaptive assessments based on a structure that has been built to be expandable and configurable. The development process also afforded ACER the opportunity to audit and rethink our approach to item development and management. As a result, we now have the capacity to compile psychometrically robust tests that meet a variety of content requirements according to projects' needs, including gender and cultural representation, web accessibility, and other audience specifications. Our goal was to have a thousand schools take up PAD Adaptive in its first 12 months. Within just nine months, more than 3,000 schools were using PAT Adaptive and the PAT Data Explorer, and the Victorian Department of Education has purchased a statewide licence for nearly, a, nearly 1,500 government schools, despite its own efforts to develop a suite of numeracy and literacy assessments and matched resources. We look forward to sharing the stage with all of our fellow finalists at the E-Assessment Awards in June. Good luck to everyone. Good morning, good afternoon. I am Adarsh Sudhindra, the Vice President for Growth and Strategy at Excelsoft. 
today we're going to be talking about uh, a very interesting project that we did with uh, a customer in uh, uh, the US. Uh, the customer SEIU Benefits Group is a large nonprofit training organization in Washington state in the US. They are responsible for training, assessing and certifying home care aid workers. They train and certify over uh, 60,000 home care aid workers every year who go on to provide high quality you know, home care, nursing home care and other daycare services in the state of Washington. The company Excelsoft, we are an education technology company focused on building innovative products and solutions in the assessment and e-learning domains. When we started the engagement with the customer, they had several challenges. They had been traditionally using paper-based assessments in all their programs. They were looking at uh, an online assessment platform. Most of their uh, caregivers, the, the trainees that are part of these training programs, are immigrants from different parts of the world, mostly from the African continent. So English was not their native language. They cannot afford uh, expensive uh, large screen devices like laptops and uh, uh, desktops. So the online platform that we had to provide uh, had to support multiple devices and compactors. It had to be working on handheld devices. It had to be localized in 17 different languages, not just the platform, but even the content experience had to be supported in 17 different languages. Most importantly, the training programs did not have a way to assess caregivers on the practical understanding of the, the caregiving concepts and to assess the on-field performance. They, they had wonderful multiple choice assessments that uh, assessed candidates on the theoretical concepts, but there was no way to assess how they would actually perform on the field. In summary, they needed a fair, unbiased, inclusive platform to assess and evaluate caregivers from different parts of the world. The solution that we proposed was a step-by-step -step approach to move from uh, paper-based assessments to online assessments. We came up with a solution that worked on the web, desktops and laptops, that uh, worked on tablets and mobile phones. We enabled localization uh, of the platform. So we had a team uh, of localization experts who did not merely translate the text. In fact, they, the localization was done uh, taking into consideration the cultural sensitivities, the religious sensitivities, uh, shared experiences, and uh, you know, uh, localization in its true sense was achieved both on the content as well as the platform side. We were able to integrate with all their internal platforms, including uh, many homegrown legacy platforms. We implemented performance-based assessments for assessing caregivers on their on-field performance, on their practical understanding of the concepts. The solution enabled a whole new way of uh, training and testing the caregivers while uh, ensuring fairness and inclusivity. The solution uh, included you know, managing the entire uh, assessment lifecycle of performance-based assessment. So uh, you know, the, the customer could author these performance-based assessments, schedule them, deliver them, score them based on rubrics and workflows, analyze them with rich uh, analytics and dashboards for various stakeholders in the ecosystem. So how would it work? If I was uh, a home uh, care aid worker, being assessed for my performance, I would be asked to perform certain activities. As an example, administer insulin to a 65-year-old 
woman or give a bed bath or a sponge bath to a 70 year old man as part of these activities there would be certain steps and skills and i'll have to go through those steps and skills in order to complete the activity when i do my activity i use uh, my personal device a camera or smartphone to record the video of me performing the activity at the end of it i would attach the video evidence uh, to the to the question and submit the assessment the evaluator can play and replay this video evidence and uh, evaluate the, the performance based on a, a well-defined rubric for example uh, did the candidate demonstrate uh, you know paying attention to the client did they pay attention uh, uh, you know in, in uh, when the client was describing their ailment did they provide appropriate feedback did they make or not make counter arguments all these rubrics would be available and tagged to the question the evaluator would grade the evidence based on these rubrics in addition to that the evaluator can also pause the video at various places and add notes mark, mark objects add annotations give their feedback directly into the video and then save the video as a candidate i will not only receive my score based on the rubrics i'll also be able to replay the video and then when i replay the video i would see the feedback from the evaluator the annotations the markings in line in the video thereby giving me direct first hand feedback about my performance so this entire solution was implemented after doing a very detailed requirements gathering exercise we used excelsoft's saras uh, test and assessment platform that was the heart of the solution we were able to achieve clean well-defined integrations with all of their existing platforms the whole implementation was done in two phases a pilot phase with a handful of programs and a small number of test takers followed by the full-blown implementation with all the 25 programs and over 60,000 test takers we were able to transform the overall assessment strategy at the organization what used to be uh, paper pencil based assessments in one language uh, was now online assessments uh, in uh, you know, 17 different languages supported across multiple devices and form factors. In effect, we promoted inclusivity across the organization. We ensured accessibility of the platform and we most importantly enabled the use of video evidences for assessing candidates based on their on-field performance. So we were able to transform the training and testing process with efficient you know, repeatable and scalable process scalable as in it could be scaled across the state it could be sc scaled throughout the country with ease uh, and thereby we, uh, we ensured strong qualified workforce coming out of these training programs we've been able to uh, uh, conduct over 2 million online assessments in the last four years uh, and uh, achieve significant cost savings by switching away from uh, uh, paper uh, based assessments uh, now uh, over 25,000 candidates have been assessed uh, you know, using the, the performance based assessments and because of this we have been able to give direct feedback back into the curriculum and we are, we are able to identify using these video evidences that even though students do really well on multiple choice assessments but um, they are actually performing the activity or task in the field we are able to identify uh, cases where uh, more emphasis needs to be given on certain concepts so that feedback is going back into the curriculum thereby we are able to achieve uh, uh, you know, great uh, improved training outcomes across all the training programs 
and we have been able to improve adoption and reduce drop rates. These caregivers are all millennials. They love technology. They adopt uh, technology very quickly. It makes them feel at home. Hence, we have been able to significantly reduce the drop rates of the candidates enrolled in the program. So this has been the impact uh, and the transformation of uh, the project. Uh, we would love to, uh, you know, we, we hope, we really hope that uh, we uh, get the award, the most transformative uh, project award at the EAA uh, awards in June. Looking forward to seeing you all at the conference next month. Take care. Hi, my name is John Dupre, and I'm presenting on behalf of Fry and the Royal College of Physicians and Surgeons of Canada about the project to digitize exams in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. While I'm currently the Operations Director for North America at Fry, previously I was part of the assessment team at the Royal College during this project. Innovative technologies have the capacity to alter the competitive landscape, disrupt the status quo, and change the strategic direction of organizations. During these times, selecting the right tactics to accomplish the goals of the organization is key. Looking for opportunities to leverage new technologies can sometimes become a secondary activity to the daily operations of the organization. For this reason, crises are often seen as an opportune time to enact long-standing intentions to change. COVID-19 created such a situation for the Royal College when delivering face-to-face -face examinations on paper became impossible. Partnering with the Royal College and working together, Fry was able to develop solutions allowing for the continued administration of written assessments in addition to OSCE and oral examinations. Uh, established in 1929, uh, the Royal College delivers over 135 different assessments covering 68 medical specialties and subspecialties. Prior to the pandemic, uh, Fry and the Royal College had been in the midst of implementing the Practique Item Bank with bilingual content as a replacement for an aging internal solution developed by the college. Uh, and this was in addition to managing the migration of over 70,000 items. While there was a long-term plan to digitize the written examinations over five years, the face-to-face -face administration of OSCEs and oral exams had largely remained unchanged. Maintaining the ability to deliver performance-based exams in the face of the COVID-19 pandemic was the primary goal of the project. With a very short time frame, converting all of the examinations to a digital, remotely administratable format was a large and complex endeavor, requiring meaningful commitment to the project and strong support at all levels of both organizations. The success of the project was highly dependent on a number of different stakeholder groups, uh, all of whom needed to be engaged. From the fellows developing the assessments to the Royal College staff supporting the development and delivery, the candidates challenging the examinations and the regulatory authorities that confer licensure to successful candidates all needed meaningful engagement for the success of the project. Developing the training materials and delivering live training sessions was crucial to the success uh, of the project and all questions needed to be answered for such a transformational project. New system functionality was also required. Scoping, development, and testing were all completed in very tight timelines before going live in the spring of 2021. By the end of 2021, over 4,000 candidates had challenged their examinations, doing so in a remote manner, using practique for both written and performance-based assessments. There were no delays in allowing successful candidates to achieve licensure and enter independent practice at a time in which physicians were badly needed to address the burden the pandemic had placed on the entire healthcare system.
working closely with the Royal College as a partner in achieving the digitization of the exam components in such a short time frame realized many benefits. These included developing a pandemic-proof exam process, the standardization and streamlining of business processes, and created savings for both candidates in terms of travel costs and the environment in terms of significant reduction to the Royal College's carbon footprint. Uh, implementing practique has also led to other opportunities with ongoing development focusing on credentialing and results and feedback reporting systems, as well as the engagement with the College of Family Physicians of Canada to deliver the Family Physicians exam. As a result, all physicians in traditional pathways to certification in Canada will have their examinations delivered via practique. Fry was able to bring to bear extensive experience in e-assessment development and administration and a novel web-based assessment platform to assist the Royal College in a challenging time. These types of partnerships are invaluable in improving innovative products and ensuring value delivery for those looking to make similar transitions in the future. Using the Fry exam fit process as a foundation and incorporating lean and flexible approaches was key. Close collaboration and transparent discussions played a significant role in the success of the project and the ongoing partnership uh, between Fry and the Royal College. Building on 21 years of Fry experience in e-assessment in the medical field, the project with the Royal College has further developed the ability to partner closely with organizations and to maximize the benefits for all parties. Delivering impactful solutions in a manner that results in win-win situations uh, has enabled both the Royal College of Physicians and Surgeons of Canada and Fry to improve their offerings, de-risk operations, and investigate new and exciting paths forward once the current constraints caused by the pandemic subside. Thank you very much for watching, and we look forward to seeing you at the EAA conference. Hi, everyone. I'm Peter Dorda, the Chief Product Officer of Prodigy Learning. And I'm here today to give you an overview of our project, which is one of the finalists for the best transformational assessment project at this year's e-assessment awards. The project is in association with the Educational Research Centre, which is a statutory agent of the Department of Education in Ireland, um, and is a Drumcondra online testing system powered by our Skillify platform. So the ERC, for short, um, is an agency which is responsible for the K-12 standardised assessments in Ireland. The project is really a, an ongoing partnership between ourselves and the ERC um, to transform their business and provide um, digitization of their um, standardized assessments. The ERC has a long history of producing regularly updated, high quality and relevant standardized assessments in literacy, maths, verbal reasoning and numeric ability. One of their strategic goals is to digitize as much as possible. They want to digitize as many of their paper-based tests to provide an online testing platform to solve all of those challenges that paper-based testing brings, whether it's the uh, time-consuming nature of developing them and distributing them um, and getting the reports back and results back, um, but they also want to have complete ownership of the content of their tests. So that led us to create the Drumcondra online testing system, or DOTS for short. DOTS is powered by our Skillify online platform, which is hosted on the secure Microsoft Cloud. DOTS enables ERC to manage the content of their standardized assessments along with their standardization data and host large scale testing sessions during their busy testing seasons throughout the year. 
It is an end-to-end -end solution um, for schools to purchase, schedule, and deliver standardized assessments and gather their reports instantly. Since its initial launch, we've also added additional features to integrate some of the other business processes from the ERC, like their online paper, paper test ordering, to bring one whole solution for the ERC test department together. The project relied on, on some heavy UI customization and a development timeframe, which span over the start of the COVID pandemic. The platform itself is scalable. Um, over the start of the project, as I mentioned, there was a number of challenges um, that we had to face, like the narrow test windows um, of actually delivering these standardized assessments, the COVID pandemic, and, and the goal of having to deliver 30,000 tests during the first three weeks of the platform being live. That's coming from the ERC delivering 400,000 annual paper tests with the goal to transform as many of those to online as possible. One of the challenges of providing online tests in Ireland is the IT infrastructure to schools. So there are some schools with small enrollment numbers that may have little or no IT support and their IT infrastructure and bandwidth may be limited. We needed to bear that, bear that in mind when creating the solution. The solution itself was um, quite complex with the requirements that the ERC had. They wanted to integrate an easy to use authentication mechanism and um, some enhancements to the user interface um, to provide custom question types like reading comprehension questions that have text on a page rather than scrolling down to make it easier for the young learners to read. Their authentication mechanism was there to um, make it easy for young learners to log onto the system. And essentially, it was made up of a login number being generated and a password also being generated, which is at two, four character English words. Those details are provided to the student on a little login slip to make it easier. The platform itself um, is also available on a wide variety of um, browsers and platforms um, as it's an adaptable user interface. So DOTS itself works on computers that are 10 years old or very modern tablets and we find those in classrooms across the island of Ireland. We have integrated an e-commerce solution in there to enable schools to buy their tests and then schedule them very easily and on demand, really putting the control in the test sheds and with the end school. The project itself has had several um, really impactful transformational um, impacts over the actual project period, some of which have detailed on screen here. So it's an end-to-end -end solution for standardized testing for the ERC, and it provides the ERC with control over all of their questions and all of their data. It gives instant reporting and analytics for all users and cost savings to both the ERC and schools. The project was delivered during the COVID-19 period, and one of the biggest challenges was to hit the goal of 30,000 tests delivered during the first three weeks, which was in April 2021, just as when schools were returning back into the classroom. And I'm happy to say that we actually hit that. Every single school has access to DOTS on the island of Ireland, and the ERC are very pleased with the low level of support that has required uh, given their expectations. With that, I'd like to thank the Assessment Association for hosting this webinar and showcasing the finalists.
I think you'll all agree there's some really interesting projects in there and I can't wait to see who the winner will be. Earlier in the week, I chatted with Paul Muir from the British Council, who are this year's headline sponsor for the awards. I spoke to Paul to get his take on the finalists for the Best Transformational Project Award. Hi, Paul. Hi, Ravana. Nice to speak to you today, and thank you to the British Council for sponsoring the e-assessment awards this year. Uh, we're delighted to sponsor them. I think, again, um, it's a great opportunity to, to get involved in international e-assessment, and it truly is international, as we know from the awards we're going to, about to talk about over the next few minutes. We are, and what I love about the awards is just seeing what excellence there is in the sector, and there's always somebody doing something new or something different or completely changing how they work, don't you think? Absolutely. I think we've, um, you know, I've, I've worked in assessment for 20 odd years and I think it's mm. always, always, I think we, we tend to be in our little niches, don't we? So I think seeing these type of awards with different, you know, from all different sectors is really, really interesting. And I think, you know, with these awards here, we're seeing, um, you know, some for the caregiving sector, um, you know, we're seeing um, standardised testing in Ireland, for example, um, medical OSCE type exams again, which, I'm, which I'm, I know you're aware of from your, from your sector. Yeah. Um, and, you know, something to help students and more teachers to better um, look at um, students who are above or below um, average in terms of attain attainability in, in Australia as well. So lots of different, very, very different um, submissions, but also all really, really good. They are. And once again, it's so good to see such a global outreach for people submitting the awards. And it's not just a UK based awards it's very much international I think that absolutely sings through with like you say we've got nominations from Ireland Australia we've got Canada outreach here as well as America the global outreach is phenomenal it is and I think um I think we've seen I think with one of them you know with with the medical things how to how you replicate something that was has always traditionally been done you know in person in a you know in a, in a testing center such as medical you know medical exams OSCE type things and then trying to push those on online and I think you know, this 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 company, um, Fry IT, is one of the finalists. Um, have done it multilingual. There's a ninety plus exams that put in in a very short period of time. And again, I think we've seen with COVID, it's accelerated people's um, innovation and, and that transformation they've had to do because it's been the case of I think we've seen it sort of transform or or don't survive really. So what um, what messages shone through for you from the nominees that we've been talking about today? I think that one of the big things is that they've transformed to try and give their candidates or the candidates who belong to the testing bodies that they own the exams actually to give them an opportunity to continue to test. Because um, again, with COVID, I think a lot of people thought everyone focused on very, very small things, you know, keeping your family safe and things, which is also very important. But how do you continue to allow people in medical professions in, um, in, in schools to continue that education? And I think that's really important. All of them have that's one of the things that's come through from all of them is actually this is about making sure people continue their education journey, which is, which is really good. And then on a huge scale, I think one of them, Excelsoft, you know, two million plus tests at the time of their submission through this transformation, which is you know huge. You know, um, for just from this one off, from this just, just this this one um, initiative, which is which is significant, obviously. You're right, and I think for me, what also sometimes technology can be seen be a barrier to some people but what we're actually seeing in these awards is technology is an enabler to enable people to have access by removing maybe some of those physical barriers that existed in test centres, travelling to test centres, the finance to go to test centres and by being able to take exams 
more locally on local devices in your own home without compromising the quality of the assessment, which for me, I think is key. And we've spoken before, Paul, about the importance of that equity in assessments, and which I think is really important. So the four finalists we have here, just to mention them, we've got um, Excel, Self, Fry, OT, ECR, Dots and ACER. Um, I know a few of them have been finalists and even winners previously. So it's great to see nominees from people who haven't submitted before, people who have won before, people who've been finalists before. And I think there's something very special about the assessment community that keeps us invigorating and coming back. Don't you agree? I think so. I, you know, when British Council were finalists last year, we didn't win, but I'm not I'm not at all bitter about that. So I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to be here. And I think that's the thing you can every year you have a chance to resubmit something or to look at a new a new category. I think we've got nine categories this year across um, multiple um, multiple different awards. So you know, there's always something to do there. And I think we're always looking to add new awards to, or to change our awards as well. I think that's part of the e assessment association. So it's really, really good in that sense that there's always a chance for you to demonstrate and show that innovation or transformation um, mm. across the awards. And uh, I can not beat you, Paul, but I think we, I, in my previous workplace, we submitted for an award and we weren't even um, shortlisted. So you, you beat us there, but no, no hard blood at previous establishment, but we have to keep coming back and uh, transforming don't we, what we do. And it's interesting to see what's happening now. COVID settled down and where this is going to go, because it's not a reaction anymore. It's a positive, uh, informed change that people are wanting to do. So we don't have false buy-in. We have a controlled, adoptive buy-in, which I think is going to be really interesting to see where the sector goes. I don't know if you've got any thoughts. I think it is. I think we we mentioned before, um, you know, COVID forced people to do something. It made people make choices they might not have wanted to make um, before COVID had come along. And I think we've seen that with some of our clients that people who, who wouldn't have considered certain ways of working um, have transformed their organisation through introducing technology in certain parts of their assessment process they wouldn't have considered before yeah. or not without as a lot, lot more longer thought process. So that's definitely it. And I think one of the challenges now, and I think you just touched on it there, is to see how this becomes business as usual, how this becomes part of what they do. So how much of this do they retain going forward? You know, how much of these this, this, the candidates um, want to keep, for example, in a, you know, in an assessment? Do they want to go back to a test centre? Or actually, they're very happy to continue to do this from home because it suits them, because you haven't got to travel 50 miles and pay for that cost of everything else. And you're much more relaxed at home. Absolutely. And no overnight stay in a hotel, no plane, no train, no automobile, as the film goes. So yeah, it'd be really interesting to see what nominees we get next year. But for this year's awards, we're looking forward to seeing you all on the 21st of June and finding out who wins the Best Transformational Project Award. So thank you for your time today, Paul. Thanks so much, Morena. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the 21st. So that's it from me today. I'll be back on Tuesday with some information about the Best Research Award. Thank you to all the judges for this award and well done to all the finalists making it this far. Good luck to them all and I hope to see you all at the e-assessments awards or if not, at the conference. Thank you.